0: You are listening to A Miracle in the Making with Sarah Pennick. What do you want to be when you grow up? I mean, for some, I know that seems like a really ridiculous question because as far as the law is concerned, you are well into adulthood, but I know from just, I don't know, maybe I am the only weird person, but inside like my personality, my brain, I feel like the same person like the same thought processes as I did when I was a teenager or like I did when I was a kid I'm just in a different shell my shell has evolved the outside has evolved and sure I've gained more knowledge and I've gained wisdom along my journey but I'm still the same person um, basically as I was when I was younger like the fundamental uh, truths of Sarah are still there even though I'm older I don't I don't feel older on the inside I just feel like I said, this, the shell has started to change and um, I might not be a fan of the way the shell is starting to change, but you know, I'm trying to allow God to uh, teach me grace and, and all the stuff that you need to have as you start to transition into other phases of life. Like, you know, having children grow up on you and you know, all that blah, blah, blah stuff that just, that just happens before you even realize it. But again, I, I you know, inside, I still feel the same. And these are questions I still ask myself. I mean, I'm, I'm 41 and yeah, I had to think about that. That's, that's kind of sad because it's just unfathomable for me to comprehend that I am 41. Because like I said, I still feel like a kid on the inside. And so there's still dreams that I have, even at, you know, at this age as when I should be like solid, I should be like, this is the prime years of life, right? When you're, you're middle age, you should be at the height of your career. According to the world, you should be like, just, you know, right there at the plateau of life and just everything should be golden. But There's still more that I wanna do. There's still more that I I want to experience. There's still dreams inside of me that are, are pushing me forward. And you know what? I think that is a good, positive, and healthy thing. So I'm trying to challenge you right now. What are your dreams? Like, what do you wanna be? If you can be anything, what do you want to be what dreams inside of you will not die because there are there are dream killers out there the, the enemy does not want us to continue to pursue the the things that God has planted inside of us because he knows that we are world changers and so if he can stop the dreams from how if he can stop us from seeing beyond our li- own limitations and seeing outside of the boxes that we have placed ourselves he can stop um, us from impacting the world around us and there is a battle that's going on you know we've been talking the past couple of weeks about strongholds and, and fuzzy bubbles you know the distractions of life that try to come and steal our joy and our purpose uh, but in that as we deal with we have to deal with these things we have to we have to fight this, this giant killers, these, these dream killers that come after our vision, that come after our purpose. And it doesn't matter if you're six years old or if you're 86 years old or older or younger, you have dreams inside of you that can still be achieved. You have a purpose inside of you that, can, that, that you are supposed to do. You're breathing, you have a purpose. I mean, that's how you do it. You need to do a purpose check. You need to know, am I needed? Take a breath. Yes, you are able to do that. You have a purpose. You have a point. And then someday, yes, God will call you home and you get to rest in his presence and in his glory. And, and that's going to be a wonderful, wonderful thing. But right now, there's still someone else that you can impact in a positive way. Right now, there's still, you still have life to live. And I think one of the things that I struggle with for me is that, that that balance because I want to live life. I don't just want to exist because there's a huge difference between just existing and then living. Just like there's a difference between surviving and thriving. I don't wanna just survive life. I wanna thrive in life. I want to be the anomaly and not because I wanna be special but because I want people to see who God is, I want people to understand His love for us, because His love is life-changing, His love is empowering, His love breaks all chains, and there, there is so much pain out there. You know, I just I dropped my daughter off at, um, at, a, at a school function just a, a little while ago. And I, and I saw all of these teenagers in various phases of life going through various things. And, you know, uh, I remember being, te- being a teenager is hard. I mean, there's all these emotions. There's all these questions. You're, you're discovering who you are and trying to figure it out. And, and most don't even, adult, let's just face it, even as adults, most of us just don't feel good enough. And most of them don't feel good enough. And, you know, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of pain. And it just hit me, just all the pain that, that people are experiencing. And it was overwhelming. And, like, you know... I hate when this happens, but this, all of a sudden I started to just cry just at the, the weight of how many, how God's children are hurting. Like I'm starting to cry now, I'm just be just remembering. There's so much pain out there. There's so much anxiety, so much fear, so much negativity. And it is, it's like this disease, this plague that is taking over and it's enough. There's, there's, it's too much and it's time for us to do something about it. I do not want more people to experience this bitterness part of life. I want them to have the joy, you know, the peace that passes all understanding. And so I can't stop spreading who God is. I can't stop talking about who he is. I can't stop worshiping him. I can't stop turning on the lights because I know that the darkness is there and it is trying to hurt people. And this is the only way to stop it. is the battle is raging right now all around you there are people who are fighting for survival there are people in your life right now that you don't really know the inner workings of their heart but they are struggling with whether or not they should continue to live i guarantee you there is someone in your life right now that is struggling with suicidal thoughts and that is a a heavy burden to know that there are people out there. So what do you do? You need to tell people because you don't know who it is that they are loved and that they have a purpose and then not give up because this pain that they are experiencing right now is just a season and this season will pass just like all the other seasons do. This season will go. And a new season will come, and and there'll be joy again. Though the sorrow may last for his, for the night, the joy comes in the morning, and morning will come again, just like it does every day, right? The the evening time comes, and you know if you if you remember being a kid, how you'd be afraid of the dark, but then there comes a point where the sun starts to rise, and the dark is gone, and the light comes. And there's seasons of life. This this happens over and over and over again. So don't get stuck in the sorrow. just remember remember the sun is coming remember that the joy is coming deliverance is at hand And so we need to share this with the people around us because people are struggling. Even the strongest people, the people who've seen that they have it all together on the inside can still be starting to crumble because they're doing the best that they can to hold it all together for the people around them, but they are not able to hold it together for themselves. And they are getting so tired and so weary and they're so broken from carrying the weight of this and they don't see anybody else coming around them to help them hold it up. So we need to be more, uh, our our eyes need to be open to be encouragers, not just people who tear things down, not just people that point out flaws in other people, but, but people that show grace and love and mercy to the people around us because they're struggling and they need, they need that. The world needs, needs that. You know, Jesus was great example because he, he showed, he, I mean, he called sin, sin, like he didn't around the bush with that stuff at all but yet in the midst of that he also showed such love and compassion and I wish that we as Christians would would Pay more attention to just showing love and compassion, yeah, call sin a sin like don 't like let yourselves be deceived or deceive other or allow other people to be deceived, but where are you are you doing this with love? Are you doing this with compassion because the people who met Jesus and walked away changed it was because. Not because he said, hey, what you're doing is wrong. Other people were saying what you're doing is wrong. But he was like, what you're doing is wrong. But I love you enough to show you how to get out of it. You are worthy enough for me to to spend time with you to help you through this. And so this person who was once just broken, this person who felt this sh- just the shame of it, like the lady at the well, she knew what her life was. She knew and she was ashamed of it. And you know that she was ashamed of it because when Jesus asked, woman, where is your husband? She lied. I mean, she told a half truth about it and Jesus called her out on it. Well, actually, blah, 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 blah. You know, the woman, the man you're living with now isn't actually even your husband. Like you, you know, but then he like loved on her and showed her redemption and showed her the path to go and sin no more. Are we doing that? Are we just making people feel ashamed and bad about themselves? I mean, is that our, we did our job. We called a sin a sin. You know, that's, now it's up to them. We pointed it out as if, as if something inside of them wasn't already at war with themselves. You know, like as if, as if there wasn't already feelings that, that, that did something wasn't right. That they aren't already in a battle and feeling less worthy then. Let's, let's spend more time encouraging people with the love of God, the love of Jesus, than we do beating people up with the Word of God. Because the Word of God wasn't, is a weapon. But it's not a weapon to use on people. It's a weapon to use against the enemy, the real enemy, you know, in the spiritual realm. We don't beat people up with the Word of God. We build people up with the Word of God. And if you're using the Bible to tear people down, then you are using the Bible and the Word of God incorrectly. And you need to stop and you need to repent because that word is meant to show love to the people around us. It is meant to break chains, not break people. And it is heartbreaking to me. And I know it's heartbreaking to the heavenly father to have his words twisted in such a way that it makes people feel even more alienated from the love of God, which is unconditional. And again, I'm not condoning sin, obviously, like that's not a bad thing, but I am, I mean, condoning sin is a bad thing. I am saying that we need to love people, and we need to, to bring the word of God in a loving way, in a compassionate way, call sinners sin, but do it the way that Jesus did, so moving on from that, I got a little dis- sidetracked, and I'm, it's fine, um, just because, like I said, I felt that emotion today, I, I felt that pain overwhelming, and overwhelmingly, and it, it just, for some reason, it just Im- impacted me there's a lot of, there's a lot of, of hurting people out there. There's a lot of people who do not know what their dreams are, what their purpose is. Don't give up. If you're one of those people that, that don't know why you're here or why you're still here, don't give up. Don't give into the, the lies that are whispering into your head that, that you are not enough, that you're not worthy enough, that, that there is, there's no hope, don't give in to the lies that are surrounding you, that tell you to, to to stop, that tell you that miracles aren't real, that tell you that there's no way out of this one, that this is going to destroy you. You know, I, I have learned that destruction isn't really destruction, and I know that makes no sense, but I have had my life, quote unquote, completely destroyed. Like a wrecking ball came into my life, and it leveled everything everything that I held dearly, except for my children. And, but even, even, you know, my children were injured in this process. So basically everything that I held so dearly had, was at one point just torn apart and destroyed. And the only thing that I had left was the foundation of, of God and his word and his promises. That's, that's all I had left there. There was nothing left. So no job, no home, you know, everything that I knew was just gone and just for me what seemed like a blink of an eye and even though it was coming for a long time you know and you feel that it just it's for me just it happened so suddenly and when this happens it's so so tempting to get lost in the grief of it to get stuck in that the depression and the rejection and the pain that comes with your life just being torn apart but I was so blessed to have that foundation underneath my feet that foundation that that was strong that who the knowledge of who God was and what his feelings towards me were and even though I I would try at times like in my pain to step off of that foundation I just couldn't because it was like any time I stepped away I was just like nope I can't like this is my home this is this is this is my foundation this is my rock and And soon before I even knew it, God started to build something new upon that very same foundation. He started to change things in my life that, and for my good. And it took utter destruction in order for something new and beautiful to be built. When something is faulty and we allow structures to be built, in our lives that don't need to be there. Sometimes the best thing for God to do is to allow it to crumble and fall so that he can build something new and something beautiful and something that is healthy, something that is Uh, what you, what you really needed, something that will help you into the future. And so if you are in that point in your life where, you know, you feel torn apart, you feel like your life is a vase and that vase was just thrown on the ground. It was shattered into a million pieces and you have no idea how you're going to get past that. You have no idea how you're going to be made whole again, because no matter how you try, you're never going to be able to put those pieces of that vase back together. Know that God will take that, those broken pieces of the vase And he will melt them down and he will put it into a new mold and he will make something new out of your life. Something beautiful, equally as beautiful, even more beautiful than what you had before. God will transform the situation that you're in and make it for your good. Just don't give up just keep pressing on. Hold on to that hope, the hope that I am trying to feed into you right now. Hold on to it and know that better days are ahead. New things are coming. And yes, maybe the old that you lost was beautiful. Maybe the old was healthy and it was a good thing too. Maybe you suffered a loss of of grief and that person was loved and it was good and healthy for you. But There's still more for you to come. There's still good things for you in the future. It's not just gonna be the pain. It's not just gonna be the sorrow. There are good things for you. God does have rewards and treats and surprises for you in the future. It's not all over yet. It's not done. You're not done receiving flowers. You're not done receiving gifts. God has things for you in the future and it may not look the same way that it did before and it's okay to miss what was but don't give up on what is yet to come just because it's hard right now don't give up on on what god has for you and the love that he is sharing for you because the sorrow is so big right now grief is so so powerful it's one of those emotions that's almost so heavy and so thick you can you can almost touch it you know what i mean it's 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 so it's probably one of the biggest emotions I've ever experienced in my entire life. It is, it is like an all-consuming emotion. But it's, it's not the end all. There, it doesn't last forever. It feels like it will, but it doesn't. The, the heart starts to heal, and, and it's, it's a good thing. So I just encourage you, man. No matter what you're, you're facing, no matter what it is, that is weighing you down, whatever pain and sorrow. You know, it it's going to end. There is more to life than suffering. And just hold on and you'll get there. And I know it can seem so, so, so far away. But it's closer than you think. So, again, be encouraged in that. Smile. Do things that, that are bring joy to your life. Surround yourself with people that, that bring joy to your life. Speak, and we said last week. What are what are the words that you're speaking? You know, as you're going through this process, speak life into your life. Speak joy into your life. Think of the good things in your life, and and see how that helps. You know, like the old song: count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God has done. And now that's going to be stuck in my head all day. But that's okay because it's a very good premise. You know, we're coming into. Uh, you know, November and Thanksgiving is coming and, you know, being thankful is a very powerful weapon that we have. Being thankful for the blessings that we do have, um, is, is like I said, a very, very powerful weapon against, against darkness, thanking God. And so anyway, um, (laughs) this is not at all what I was planning on saying today. It's not at all what, what was on my heart and I'll just keep working on what was because I, you know, I think, God wanted to say something else to somebody. And so if you know out there and you hear this, just know that God just completely changed something so that you could get what you needed to hear today. That's how much he loves you. God would just totally interrupt a whole different pre-scheduled programming because he loves you so very much. So accept that love. Feel that love. Be wrapped around it right now and and just just accept it. Just accept it and go on with your day with a new joy in your heart, with a new understanding. And you know what? Cry if you need to cry, but be free in the name of Jesus. Accept that joy in the name of Jesus. Now, I would love to hear some of your testimonies or even hear some of your stories about the things that you're facing so that I can join you in prayer as you move forward. If you would like to do that, you can comment on whatever platform you are hearing this. Or you can email me at booking at sarahepen.org. That's S-A-R-A-H-E-P-E-N dot org. Now remember, no matter what you're facing, God is with you. Be blessed.